us today, we have uh, Racer, and he's guest starring on this episode. Uh, he's my husband, so I'm a little bit biased, but we're very glad that he's here. Um, he has our topic for, or not our topic, our uh, funny question for the day. So if you Yeah, uh, so would you prefer, if you could only choose one to have for the rest of your life, brownies, cookies, cake, or pie? And then whatever you choose, why did you choose that? Cake, a thousand percent. I love cake. Okay, now why? Why is it better than the others? I like the texture and consistency of cake. And I can drink milk with it, and there's so many flavor options. And cookies get dry and boring, and brownies have to be made very yeah. specifically right. Mm -hmm. And pie, I can't eat the crust because I can't eat gluten, and cake is good, and you make the best cake in the world, so why would I not want cake? Cookies, 100%. What? I agree. <laughs> I, I think I agree with cookies. Because yeah. there's what? so many, there's such a large variety of cookies, yeah. and you just... You ever just get tired of a cookie? No. no. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. I know. <laughs> There's so many different things. <laughs> I get tired of cookies. Me too. I I, I cannot eat cookies well, that much. Like cake, there's, I mean, you can make like fruit cake and like carrot cake or whatever, but those just aren't as good. Like cookies, you can make. Are those the only cakes you know? No, I'm that's saying really as, sad. as like different varieties <laughs> of cake. As a different, okay. var like there's just chocolate vanilla cake and like pretty much that's the whole plane of cakes. But cookies, like you can make. Oatmeal raisin, you can make oatmeal chocolate chip, you can make cinnamon, you can make sugar. Listen, you can also, make so plus many. being gluten free, like cake is not good. Yes, no, it right. is. Mm -mm. You have not had racer's cake then. <laughs> okay, the well, that is cake. one cake. There's yeah, so yeah. many more gluten free cakes. If that's yeah. the cake that I could only eat for the rest of my life, I would be content. <laughs> I would choose, and this surprised me, but I would choose pie. Oh. And this is why. No, this is why. Okay, no. I'm not like an apple pie person usually, but I love pumpkin pie. You have. Oreo cheesecake pie, you have mud pie, you have, like, there's so many different options for crust. You okay. can have an Oreo well, crust, you can have a normal I crust, just, is, you could have... Is cheesecake a pie or a cake? I, I said, I said oh, Oreo oh cheesecake boy. pie. Oh boy. There is a difference. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> That's the only reason I would ever choose cake over cookies. Because I love cheesecake. <laughs> but I, I still think I would Technically, choose. they could because blend into make... each other because it's the base okay, of a pie. Here, let me phrase it this way. Whenever you're like, oh man, I really want dessert. The first dessert that comes to my head is either cake or ice cream. And I've never once been like, oh, I really want cookies. But if there's See, a cookie in front of me, then I'm like, oh, I'll eat a cookie. But cookies can be made to be like a cake. There are so many what different kinds. Heck? Like, you no. can make really fluffy, soft cookies. But it never can't quite free me. Listen, makes. I have a very limited perspective of eating here. <laughs> so based off <laughs> what I can eat, I would have to be, it would have to be cake. Okay, yeah. I just think the variety of cookies kind of trumps the rest, so. Mm. All Did right. you give a decision, Emily? Yeah. yeah, cookies. cookies. Oh, you said cookies too? Yeah, there's there's just something kinds. about coming home to warm, fresh yeah. baked cookies. I get okay, tired of I cookies. I like cookies only when they're hot, fresh out of the oven. That's it, period. I like cookie dough. You don't I like, like my cookies, burning once, hot they're, cookies. once they're But what about like no baked cookies? Oh, okay. so I don't eat like those cold, cookies. right? Okay. You yeah. knew that already, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, <laughs> um,. I'm gonna eat cake. <laughs> you guys can eat cookies. I'm gonna eat pie. Adelie's over here eating pie by herself. <laughs> it would be sad to not have birthday cake on your birthday. It, that's it just, is sad. That's just, you always gotta have cake. Yeah. It is very sad. Ice cream cake, though. Hmm. Hey, it's the Cult of Maisie podcast, and we are so excited to have a conversation with you. My name is Riley. I'm Adelie. I'm Brooke. I'm Emily. 
and we are coming to you with a new episode every single Monday, anywhere you can find a podcast. Please join us. Woohoo! things that we allow ourselves to partake in that even though they're not inherently wrong, some of them are, but most of them aren't inherently wrong, they tend to drive us to think or feel a certain way, and sometimes it's not healthy. Um, So I'll give an example. For me, I'm a person that tends to be driven by fear, and so if I'm not keeping my mind centered on the truth of who God is and on what I know to be real, then any sort of hypothetical, whether it's a movie about a spouse dying or losing a loved one or something really drastically tragic happening, then my mind goes to a, what if that was this person or me? Or what if I have to deal with that? And that's just not healthy. So I know that if I have a war movie, my husband's in the military, I'm not going to watch the war movie because my mind tends to go towards the, what if my husband is in that war situation? Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, so that's what we're talking about. Please drop it, us. <laughs> yeah, so, like, even though what you're watching itself may not be, like, considered a bad thing, it's more of the influence that it has on your life and the lasting impact that that leaves. And the more that you allow yourself to, like, be influenced and um, have those things kind of, like, wash over you, mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. We're not saying that war movies are bad. We're not right. saying that every book you've ever read is bad or you shouldn't listen to secular music or anything like that. What we are saying is that we need to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Be aware. Um, have like a a limit. Like we need mm, to be careful. Yeah, we need to have boundaries of how much of that we're allowing to um, influence us in our life. I agree. I think it's important to this is a self-awareness conversation. I know where my limits are. I know where my fears are, where my emotions are, and I know what triggers me. And so we're asking you to be introspective right now, to understand who you are, what triggers you, what throws you off balance, and that's the basis of this conversation. And God gives us discernment, too. Mm -hmm. He does give us discernment. Yeah. But... I don't have the verse pulled up right now, but in, I think it's in what, 2 Timothy, we've talked about this before, where it says that we're not given, like, a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, when those things do come, like, we do need to listen to our discernment, because that is from God, and it is going to be different. Like, everybody has different weaknesses, too. Like, Adelie, for you, you said, watching a certain kind of movie, and that may not be the same for, like, Riley or Brooke, Mm -hmm. but if that's your weakness, like, the enemy is going to try and attack that spot. yeah. Yeah, I know, like, in my life, social media has always played a huge role, and I know I've talked about this before, but social media, for me, is kind of, like, one of those things 
where I know I have to have a limit, otherwise it's going to overtake me, and it's going to end up leading me down a place that I don't want to be, but I do it to myself a lot of the time because I'm like, oh, that's fine, I'm just going to just scroll through Instagram for a little bit, but actually, Racer and I had, um, for, how long did we do that for, like? I think it was like, six months? Yeah, probably, like, I was going to say, like, four or five months. Yeah. Yeah. So for like a large chunk of time, we just got rid of all social media and both of us noticed that we were like paying more attention to each other. Mm -hmm. We were happier. We were just, it like wasn't like bogging us down. Yeah. Not to say social media is a bad thing because in a lot of ways it's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah. for me personally, I know my limit and it's mm -hmm. too much. Yeah, mm -hmm. it definitely can be that thing where it's like, the Bible doesn't say like, don't have Instagram, don't have a TikTok account. It's, yeah. it's not going to be that specific, but it can have an impact on your life, which could be negative, it could be positive, but mm -hmm. yeah, for us, it was definitely like just kind of causing us to ignore everything else in our life, mm -hmm. whether that was God or each other or whatever we needed to do. It was mm -hmm. just making us less productive, and so it had a lot of negative effects, even though it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not inherently bad. Because then you get to this place where you're like, ugh, I'm getting nothing done, or maybe I'm scared all the time, I'm mad all the time, and we get in these zones, and then we're like, but I don't know why, and I don't know how to fix it, Yeah. but it's like, wait, pause, hold on a sec, what are you allowing and not allowing in your life? Mm -hmm. And Brooke, I know you mentioned that before, that that is something that we should all be paying attention to, because it does play a bigger role than we realize. Yeah, uh, Proverbs 4.23, it says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything that you do flows from it. And I think it's interesting, because God has given us the ability to guard our heart. And I think it's important to realize that He asks us to guard our heart. And, like, nobody else is going to guard your heart for you, mm -hmm. or they can't guard your heart for you. Like, you are in charge of guarding your heart. And I think sometimes... Um, Maybe with other people's convictions, we feel weird or we feel strange about our personal convictions or maybe our own boundaries, but, like, don't feel weird about it. Yeah. Like, be okay with the boundaries that you have to set. Why? Because you're guarding your heart. And, like, it was mentioned earlier, I know sometimes we think, oh, I'm just going to watch this movie or I'm just going to listen to this song or I'm just going to do this and it's fine. Like, it's okay. And I realized I've done that, like, especially with movies. Like, when I feel, I feel deeply and so I can't just watch something and turn it off and like go on with my life. Like I carry that what I watched with me and it, it, it triggers me. And so I have had to learn like, no, like I have to be okay with not watching these things. Even if people around me think it's okay and they can watch it and be fine, mm -hmm. I can't. And mm -hmm. I need to just, I need to be okay with that yeah. and look at it as a gift that, hey, God's given me this discernment. He's given me this sensitivity and I'm going to respect that. I'm going to respect myself and I'm going to guard my heart because um, ultimately God wants our heart to be full of life mm -hmm. and not death and I think often we struggle with things and we don't know why and it's because what we're putting in is not life it's death and yeah. it's mm -hmm. playing a bigger toll on us than we realize yeah. yeah and that's not the same for everybody because like like okay take Racer and I for example you can sit and watch a movie that makes you think and you're like that was a cool movie and then you walk away and you're like that was a cool movie okay I'm, I'm done mm -hmm. but then I'm like okay, now I'm thinking about this, and I'm thinking about this, and hold mm -hmm. on a minute, what about this over here? And, like, and I, it, I get stuck afterwards. Like, yeah. I can't just mm -hmm. turn it off. But you yeah. do turn that off sometimes. So we're not saying, mm -hmm. like, 
Yeah, I guess if you can watch a movie and you that was a great movie and you walk away and you're like, all right, nice movie, and then you're done with it, then watch the movies, but be aware about what you can handle, I guess. Is yeah. You need to understand that your life is not in it of its own. Like, they say, there's a phrase that no man is an island. Your life is not... Um, untouched by outside influences and that includes the influence of the enemy and that includes the influence of God and when you're choosing to allow something in this world to influence you you're actually opening a door in your heart to either God or the enemy do you want the devil causing chaos in your mind in your heart because you allowed something that you know is a trigger for you to influence you and I mean, so there's certain things, for instance, I really enjoy watching Harry Potter. And that's kind of like a somewhat of a controversial book slash movie series. But for me, it's I enjoy the creativity of it, the imagination of it all, and the storyline. But for some other people, it causes them to think about things that are designed by the enemy, that are mm-hmm. caused by the enemy, evil things. And so it's not healthy for them, and they have to know that. And there's times in my life even where even though I'm grounded in the truth and understanding that Harry Potter is a story and it's made up by somebody, if it becomes more to me than other things, like Racer was saying, other things and priorities in my life, I know that's opening a door to the enemy to have Mm -hmm. his way in my life. That's not healthy. And I need God to be the one to have his way in my life and to be the only one I'm opening the door to. Yeah. Yeah, I liked what kind of goes off of that but like Riley said earlier um like you gotta pay attention to like what you're letting into your life and what you're not letting into your life so Mm. yeah like if you look at something like yeah show that you really like and maybe it's not like necessarily bad but you kind of put too much focus into that like I can watch a movie or a show or whatever and yeah I can turn my thoughts off afterward and just be like that that was a good movie but at the same time, if I just look at it and let it stay as this distraction in my life, and then the enemy, yeah, he can take that and use it against me and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, this isn't wrong, this this is fine, like, it's just a show, you can just keep mm-hmm. watching it, just keep your focus on that, and it takes away from my focus on God. And so, yeah, like, making sure we're aware of what we're not letting into our lives, and, yeah, also what we're letting yeah. into our minds. Are there any key, like, um filters or steps that you guys take when you're trying to analyze if content is going to be a trigger for you or help to you? Like, what are, what's something practical that you guys have used to help you with this? I don't know. I feel like it's something I'm still learning because I feel mm-hmm. like I haven't really been aware of how much things affect me until, like, these past couple years, and I think maybe that's because the world is heavier, and so everything, mm-hmm. to me, just feels heavier, mm-hmm. and I try to produce... I want life in me, and so I've become more sensitive. But I think, like, just even noticing how you feel after something Mm -hmm. or after you listen to something or, like, did this bring any life to my life? Did this add anything to my life? And if not, maybe it's not the best option. Or Mm -hmm. after I watched this movie, was I – could I sleep? Or was I full of anxious thoughts? Like, we went and saw a movie in theaters, and it wasn't even that it was morally wrong. I just, like, the whole time I was anxious. And mm-hmm. for me, I was sensitive to it. And the whole time I was looking around, and I was I couldn't even focus on the movie because I was just afraid. And so I think those, like, learning your, about yourself and, like, 
learning who you are and what triggers you is probably the first step of like mm-hmm. how does this make me feel and wh- how am I acting right now like how how am I responding mm-hmm. that's what I was gonna say too and like actually acting when you feel something because like I've gone into a movie and sat down and even the previews I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> what am I about to get myself into mm-hmm. but then I'm like well, I don't like waste I know but this a lot of money I'm gonna sit through this movie but like is it really worth it yeah and yeah. why don't I actually like listen to myself so yeah pay attention to your feelings and mm-hmm do something about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, your heart is more important than the money that you spent mm-hmm. or even and this is going to push boundaries, but even the friendships that you might risk for the sake of saying I need to guard my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your heart matters more. That's why Jesus died for you. That's why he claimed your life by taking his own and laying it down for you. Like there's a reason that he went through all that trouble. It's because you matter. Mm-hmm. And so don't cheapen the thing that God has done for you by saving you and giving you his Holy Spirit and helping you to address these triggers for the sake of a friendship that is probably not healthy anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was just going to say, I feel like with what Brooke said, it's the same for me where I kind of just have to feel it out because I've noticed like, I'm not a huge movie watcher, but music really gets me. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed like for the majority, like I just listen to my Christian music and my worship music like on the way to work but sometimes there's days where I'm like oh for whatever reason I just don't feel like listening to that and I'll like turn on my secular music not that secular music is bad but for me it really does affect me Mm -hmm. and I've noticed like when I listen to that like on my way to work I'm not the nicest person at work or I just (laughs) (laughs) I just am in an off mood like all day and then I'm like what am I doing or I'll like be driving I'm like why am I so stressed out right now I'm like oh it's because I'm inputting all this stuff into yeah. my head. Yeah. So basically, our call to action for you guys is to start getting to know yourself. And like Brooke said, we are all learning. This is going to be a process that we're going to learn through our entire lives. So if you feel like you don't know where to start, that's okay. Just begin with recognizing when something makes you feel off. If it gives you anxiety or fear or feeds some sort of damaging mental thought process, turn it off spend that time with God and you are going to be able to overcome these things that become triggers in your life and you're going to find freedom and hope. If you liked this podcast and you want to hear more, you can find us anywhere that you can find a podcast. Just look up Cultivate Z Podcast. Also find us on Instagram and like this post, share it with your friends, make sure that you're not the only one hearing about hope, but others are hearing about it too. And we'd love to continue this conversation with you. Um, Thank you, Racer for joining us today if you guys liked racer being a part of this podcast let us know because we'd like to have him come on more often and that would be really good motivation for him so (laughs) thanks for joining us today we'll see you guys next week